Welcome to Daily Steps from One Extraordinary Marriage, where we outline simple steps that you can take to have the ultimate marriage adventure. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. In today's show, we answer the question, what is and isn't okay in the bedroom according to the Bible? Now, this couple shared with us that they're Christians and that they've never really heard a pastor address this. And I would say, not a big surprise right there. Mm-mm. Right? There are, a lot of, there are a lot of Christians that have never heard their pastor speak on sex or share about sex. And to some extent, there's a whole book of the Bible that often gets overlooked, and that's called the Song of Solomon. And you know, as we get into this, it's such a fascinating question because this entire book, which is smack dab in the Bible, is is there and it talks about the marriage relationship and it talks about how dynamic and erotic and fulfilling that relationship can be. And yet, sex is one of those things that pastors, there are many pastors that just aren't comfortable talking about it. And we're, we're going to talk about it. Uh, if you know anything about us here at One Extraordinary Marriage, we're going to talk about it because we need to be a light in a place that wants to take away the value and the beauty of the sexual intimacy between a husband and a wife. And in doing so, to really equip you, whether you're a follower of Christ or you've no, you don't even know who Christ is, to say what kind of marriage is possible. Mm-hmm for us. And and if you've never read this particular book, I would encourage you to, you can go onto sites like Bible Gateway, or if you just search, you know, online Bible, you're going to get to all different kinds of sites that will have it. But to look for the Song of Solomon in either the message translation or in the amplified translation. And the reason that I recommend both of those is because they're very easy to read and they're written more in everyday language that's going to help you understand it and get a better picture. Now, the way it's written is amazing because back in the day, back when the Bible was oral history and things like that, it had to be written in such a way that the children could hear the oral tradition and kind of get pictures and the adults could also hear it and get a deeper level of meaning. So it's very, very descriptive, Mm -hmm. you know, necks are described and there's talk about climbing her palm tree, which is her torso. There's talk of pomegranates, you know, all of these different types of things that when you read it, in fact, even preparing for the show, I went back in and just got some of these, these descriptors in my head. I'm thinking, wow, we need to go back and read this again. Yeah. Because what we learn from this particular book is that what's okay in the Bible, it's okay for a wife to pursue her husband and to accept his pursuit of her. Mm -hmm. And it's awesome. It's wonderful to be romance, Mm -hmm. romance your spouse, compliment one another, use your words to lift up your spouse instead of tearing them down. You know, there's so much that we can learn when we, and it doesn't have to be in the sexual sense sometimes, mm-hmm. right? But it can be a way to lift our spouse up, to let them know we love them so much that when we do get to our bedroom, there's going to be fireworks. Absolutely. I mean, some of those compliments that go through in there, they literally describe each other head to toe, random things. Now we wouldn't, we wouldn't describe each other in that way now. Well, we might, we just probably wouldn't use the same descriptors. Right, that's what I'm saying. We, yeah. we, we wouldn't use... I, I keep hearing the phrase twin fawns of gazelle. Yes, 
there's one of tents and the sheep and, yeah. and, and all kinds of things that were obviously when, when the Bible was written, very fitting and appropriate. That's why I'm saying read some of these other translations. What, what I want you to get away from this is that in this book, there is, there is this pursuit. Both people pursue one another right? So wives, if you've thought all along that the only way that it's okay to have sex or to, to initiate is if your husband does all the work, I'm telling you, read the book. You'll learn that it's okay for you to initiate. Absolutely. It is okay for us to express our desire to one another. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be this vague, I think I'm going to kind of tell you that I sort of want to type of deal. No, I can tell you that I want you. Yeah. And on another note, Explore each other's bodies. Mm-hmm. Talks about that here. We talked about that yesterday about orgasming, having that ability to explore one another and have the, gosh, the adventure, mm-hmm. I, I want to say, because when we're in that bedroom together, instead of looking at it as like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen in this and all the stuff that comes, it's an adventure together. Sometimes, you're going to laugh and other times you're going to be like, oh my gosh, this didn't work the way we could or we wanted it to. And yet right there in Song of Solomon, you hear how these two are exploring one another. And the interesting thing about these two, as you read this story, you get the very strong sense that in their marriage, that what they're choosing to do and how they're choosing to do it is to glorify God. And that's, that's an incredible component of their marriage relationship. So as, as followers of Christ, that's got to be at the core of what the two of you do in your bedroom, right? It comes down to, is what you are doing, whether it's, I mean, we've talked about sex toys over the last couple of weeks. We've talked about, you know, exploring your bodies. We've talked about all of these different things. Is how you're doing that together, glorifying God and honoring the commitment that the two of you have made together? If the answer to that's a yes, go for it. Go do it and do more of it. If the answer to either one of those is a no, then you just need to back back off that gas pedal. You want to do more of what honors your spouse. You want to create that connection. You want both of you to be experiencing all that your marriage can be at the same time that the two of you are, are glorifying God. For more information on this topic, check out oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash nine marriage books.